All right, welcome back to the Historical Blunders Podcast with me, Nate, and my uh, fill-in co-host for this week, Steve. Steve. Or Dan. You can call me Dan. Dan Robinson, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, Drew is a little busy. Uh, we've had a couple hectic weeks having the newborn and everything, so... It has been pretty hectic. <laughs> yeah, we we're a little behind, but... Uh, this episode, we decided to give you a little bit bigger of an episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the Titanic. Dude, tell me, how big is this episode going to be? Probably like an hour and a half, two hours, maybe. All right. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I guess I'll clear my schedule. In All right. a second. I mean, we got a third of a bottle of Dickel still, so. Yeah, I don't really have that much of the uh, <laughs> Makers 101. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, schedule is cleared. All right, good. <laughs> I mean, most of our shows usually run about an hour. Oh, oh that's it? Yeah. Oh. We, we're trying to hit that hour mark, and then we're like, all right. Not quite up to the Joe Rogan podcast of like three and a half, four hours. If we were on drugs, maybe. Can we get drugs? <laughs> Back up! <laughs> Don't tell L. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, we were gonna we were planning on doing this in a two part episode because mm-hmm. Titanic's got a lot of shit. It does have a lot of shit. I was hoping that there was gonna be another person like doing this with us. But Sorry, I, no, that's fine. Uh, I it's I like the only two of us. Ah, I know. I I've been honestly, I've been a fan of all the Titanic stuff for a long time. Oh, same here. Yeah, growing up, I mean, I had the huge three D puzzle model. Oh, like the, the foam big, pieces. The yeah, the foam yeah. pieces. I had the, one of those yeah. too. Had that. That I mean, was awesome. Uh, went to the library for a lot of like Titanic nights and stuff like that, and I don't know. It was just something that was always cool to me. When was like the first time that you like found out about it, or that you like really loved the story of it? I guess. When the movie came out, because yeah. I was five years old. My parents wouldn't even let me watch the movie. My parents didn't really give a shit what we watched. <laughs> well. My parents were like, oh, no, we you can't the... watch Pokemon, you can't watch the Titanic. I'm like, what? You can't what watch Pokemon? What? Can I swear on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're, I was we're like, explicit. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, why can't we play with Pokemon or why can't we watch the show? It didn't make uh, much sense. And then obviously like the Titanic came out in 1997 and then they would not let us watch it. Yeah. We had the, the two VHS pack. Oh yeah. yeah. My, uh, my mom got it eventually and I got to watch it when I was uh, like... Like three years after it came out, so when I was ten years old, ten years old, got to see the boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she was like, "We're gonna fast forward through the other part, like the sex part." But then there was like nothing in that sex yeah, scene. Yeah, really wasn't. It's was just like, oh, just a foggy hand. Me, Jack. That's it. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, about it. Nice handprint. <laughs> I feel like everybody can picture it. Well, yeah, the Titanic. You know. Probably the most famous ship. Can you name any other ship? Don't say the USS Arizona. I wasn't. I was gonna say Lusitania. Well, okay. Which it actually was ships in competition with this. Yeah, that's the reason why they built it. Yeah, it was. And then Lusitania got sunk. Yeah. Well, I feel like all of those uh, those royal merchant ships got sunk. Yeah. Well, also it was also uh, World War One. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what got us into it. Okay. Well, I thought that the... I, was it not the Lusitania that sunk by an iceberg as well? No, Lusitania got sunk by a U-boat. 
Okay. There's like many other ships though that have gotten sunk by icebergs though, right? I don't know. I believe like a, a lot of the other give, ships that give me a number. Uh, I think it's like <laughs> no, it's many of them and many of them came into collisions with icebergs and stuff and still stayed afloat, uh but Titanic made a they made the right choice, but uh they decided to uh, do a hard to starboard to uh, try to avoid the iceberg uh, instead of hitting it head on. So any other person would have done the exact same thing that, uh, what's this called, uh, Murdoch, uh, what he would have done. Uh, he tried to uh, go around the iceberg, but then uh, it obviously, like, you can't see what's underneath the water. And there's a whole bunch of iceberg that's underneath the water yeah. and it hit the ship, but. Like a lot of the other ships hit just like hit the icebergs like head on, and you can see like a lot of the damage from like historical pictures and stuff from those that still stayed afloat. Looks like twenty two <laughs> ships have been sunk. That's insane. But the and ironically, the Titanic is seventh from the top. So the most recent was the Explorer in two thousand seven, with zero deaths. The Explorer? Mm -hmm. Are we talking about the uh, space shuttle? No. The MV Explorer. I'm guessing it was probably uh, down in uh, Antarctica and stuff. Deception Island? Huh. Yeah, Southern Ocean. So yeah, probably Antarctica just uh, just hit ice. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, most of the other ships were all zero deaths. One or two, and then the Titanic 1500. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So the Titanic did have uh, 20 estimated 2,224 passengers, you know, because yes. that is a very estimated number. Because mm -hmm. yeah, you don't like, know all the other people that just, just decided to jump on board yeah. at the last minute. And... So it was actually uh, looking into that. It was kind of cool, like uh, seeing like how it broke down. Like, first class, second class, third class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, third class is actually the biggest of them all. Can't imagine why. <laughs> well, a lot of them were immigrants mm -hmm. coming to America. And uh, I was reading somewhere, it said it was uh, less than $20 a person back then. Like $20 our money or $20, $20 their money? $20 their money. Okay. So that was To get here, which... From Google inflation, mm -hmm. uh, is it was six hundred? Okay, so twenty-two dollars. That's a hefty, hefty ticket price. That's if you think about it, that's on a cruise. That is true, I suppose. Yeah, but it, if you look at the conditions that the this is for, it really wasn't bad though. So. Third class really wasn't that bad though. No, no, they portrayed it a little worse in the movie. Oh, okay, made them seem dirty. Okay. Because a bunch of Irish people. Well, I saw that, uh, like, the Titanic was one of the first ships to ever have, like, a pool or something mm -hmm. on board. Uh, that seemed, like, really weird. And they use salt water instead of, uh, like, all the other chlorine and stuff, like, that we use nowadays. Yeah, I've never really understood salt water pools. Are they easier to clean? Uh, I can't remember. Or is this, you can uh, recycle it into the ocean. Yeah, the reason why they couldn't use that chlorine water, I don't even know if they, uh, they knew about, like, the chlorine. chlorine to, to, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the main reason was is that they needed to drain the pool during 
uh, rough seas. So makes sense uh, when they like drained it out. Like obviously they're gonna have to refill it back up, uh, and they didn't have enough supplies to just like, carry water. Like, yeah, carry water, water, fresh water, or whatever, and wasted on a pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, drinking water. No matter how luxurious the Titanic might be, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty cool. But it, it, I don't know. It seems. The movie portrayed th- like third class to make it seem like it was just a well, it was room the dramatization, bed. you know, like third class Jack falling for first class Rose, like yeah, forbidden love. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, the ship it was uh, one of three in the fleet. Who were the others? Uh the Olympic. Okay. And then the last one was the. Uh, Britannic. Okay. But the Britannic, they wanted to originally call it the Gigantic. Mm -hmm. Because it was supposed to be bigger. But was it? It might be. So it only says, (laughs) only, uh, that the Titanic was 882 feet 9 inches long. Sounds about right. But registered, which I don't know what that means, 852 feet 6 inches, so... 30 feet, two inch, or three inches less, which doesn't make sense. Might be bow shit. I don't know what they're trying to include in that as well. Or maybe the overall is the propellers to... Okay, maybe. yeah, like the bottom part yeah. of the ship. Yeah. Does that extend, like, a little Below. bit further past? I think yeah. it does. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, but the beam, so, across wide... At its widest point was ninety two and a half feet wide. Ninety two. Yeah, that's pretty fucking big. Yeah, that is. But let's look up the Britannic. Uh, Can you just like imagine the amount of deck space that you would have? I feel like the movie gave like a good portrayal of like how much deck space there actually was and like how long the ship actually was. Not like I'm just saying like. From olden days compared to like where we are now, obviously what cruise like, ships are now. Yeah, cruise yeah. ships are just absolutely wild right now. But so the Britannic is actually the same overall length, but wider. But, okay. but only like two feet wider. Uh huh. But yeah, that that's a pretty cool ship. Did that one sink? Uh. Doesn't look like it. Oh, yep, sank. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was one of the... Yeah, one of sank the after ones. striking a German mine. Oh, okh okay. In gotcha. 1916, in the Aegean Sea. Man, all those all those ships decided to sink. Like, not decide, but uh, they eventually sink, and it's kind of yeah, sad that we can't like decommission them and like, like reuse the material and stuff. Yeah, the first one was the, uh, was the Olympic... And that actually leads to one of the conspiracies, mm-hmm. is that they switched the Titanic and the Olympic. See, that's one conspiracy. Like, I do, I've done a shit ton of research about the Titanic, like, back in the day, and, like, even still, like... Like, that one seems like something a shady business would do. It's exactly what a yeah. shady business would do. And, like, but... uh, we watched a very horrible documentary on it. It was just poorly done, but, like... The information was good, but it was just like this weird, creepy British guy walking throughout this house. And it's like, dude, he could have just sat down the whole time and told us this, but he's like, I'm on the staircase now. But 
slowly uh, walking down the stairs yeah. as he's telling a story <laughs> then about he's in the kitchen the then he's back in the upstairs it's like dude just stay one but, one place <laughs> sit in the sofa there we go but it said the olympic was uh scrapped in 1935 so, uh that was because it sustained heavy damage from something right uh so yeah it actually was the first ship and it actually went across to new york and when it got to new york it crashed Okay. Yeah. And this like is, while it was trying to dock? Yeah, or, so okay. it crashed into a tugboat or something, but damaged the hull. Okay. So they patched it in, in New York, and then it went back. And uh, but. And then they're like, oh, we're going to try to get some uh, insurance. Well, uh, this, huh? the conspiracy is, is that uh, the captain of the Olympic was uh, the captain of the Titanic. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was his name, Smith? Yeah, I think it was Edward Smith. Edward Smith. Ah, uh, yeah, E-S. I think that's... I that was... Like, I, I feel like that's it. Did you know that that was going to be his uh, his last maiden voyage as well? Really? It was. And, uh... Sadly. Edward John Smith. Edward John Smith. Yeah, so... Yeah, it said that he was the... Uh, he was in command of the, the Olympic. And then when it got to New York... It crashed, and then they fixed it, sent it back. Well, then when it got back there, they were looking at it, and they thought that it would never pass an inspection to get back to being seaworthy. Okay. And so that's where the conspiracy is, that they just took, erased the Olympic, painted the Titanic, and then vice versa. So they just did a nice swoop and swap here. But there was, I mean, there was other things that were different. Like, the interior was, wasn't the same, so it's not like you could be like, well... Yeah, it's easy swap, mm-hmm. but they uh, there was like a porthole thing on the front of the ship. Oh yeah, the they had like about. thirteen of them. And you're talking about like the window yeah. part that's up top. Uh, uh, supposedly there's like thirteen of them around the Olympic, and then Titanic was supposed to have like sixteen, but when the Titanic set sail, it had thirteen, and so. I wonder if they can like, as the people are doing like the dives to go down, if they can like count. I know that this. Almost, like yeah, half, but. yeah, but like almost every uh, conspiracy theory has been debunked. Debunked somehow. Yeah. This one, though, I mean, I could also see it being like, oh yeah, we kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> we're not going to take responsibility for that. Yeah, but also, yeah. I mean, that would mean they because the whole plan was, or according to the conspiracy, is that they set the sail just to sink. Yeah, and, and it's like, all right, that'd be kind of morbid to kill. 2,200 people. Well, I'm just saying yeah. like 2,200 souls but yeah, on board. You got, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people. To, it is a lot of people. A lot of blood to have on your hands. Yeah. And so that's the whole thing is where it's like, okay, I don't see him doing that. Right. But also when there's so much money involved, because Titanic cost them back then like one... Like 1.5 million euros back then. So that's that'd like be 100, 300, 150 million. 150 million? That's it? Yeah. Oh, man. We could build a ship like that right now. <laughs> build be a pretty couple. easy. Yeah. But yeah. And so then uh, also there was, uh, there was parts on the Titanic that they said were originally the Olympics parts because of a serial number or something. 
wonder where they store that information. Like the serial number for the Titanic. Like you know how cars nowadays have yeah. like VIN numbers and stuff. Where would they put that on a ship of that scale? I don't know. Huh. Somewhere important. <laughs> uh I don't even know why I was looking up this fact, but uh, Elon Musk is worth 173.6 billion. Billion? Uh, billion, yeah, with a B, uh, as of right now. All right, so we uh, should have him make a couple <clears throat> new Titanics. How many? How many can he make? Like uh, 150 million. So he 10, can. Ten thousand? Yeah. <laughs> or no, not ten thousand. Uh, be ten. Oh, no. No, because a hundred. Thousand. Yeah. Thousand. Yeah. Hundred. Thousand. I don't know. That's a lot of math we're doing here. That's, that's a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Right. You multiply a million by a thousand, you get a billion. So. Okay. Yeah. So. That's a thousand Titanics you can make. And still have money left over. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. twenty billion. <laughs> that's all you need, right? But uh, yeah. So uh, that was the whole thing is that they would never it would never pass an inspection. So they were like, well, look at the the new ship. And they're like, oh, man, they fixed this thing up good. But they, like, cut corners on, supposedly cut corners on material and all that. And that's that was a, another one is that they went cheap. For the Olympic or the Titanic? For the Titanic. Oh, I heard that that was the opposite. No, they cut, well, the rivets okay. is what. They used two big rivets. Okay. And so, and they were, like, too cheaply made. And they got brittle in the cold water and... Mm, yeah. I did not know about yeah. that. Then, uh, so that conspiracy is that they sank it because they, uh, the insurance payout would cover, like, the cost of the type. I don't know. The money was stupid, but, like, if the Titanic sank, they got more of a payout than they would have on the Olympic. And so the, the Titanic sinking, they got more money to cover. Right. At the cost. And yeah. so then basically the Olympics still going out and about as the Titanic. Gotcha. Yeah. And then there's a couple parts on the hull where the re- repair was. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it matched on the Titanic. You could see extra plates where it shouldn't have been. Gotcha. Yeah. Dang. That is actually a pretty cool conspiracy theory. Uh It's very logical. Like one that could very easily happen. I mean, you look at all a lot of the... Uh, Conspiracy theories involving insurance and uh, a bit of scams, and you can see that that, like, why that would be a factor or a concern. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, another uh, conspiracy is that uh, J.P. Morgan, you know, banks. Oh, I, I read a little yeah, bit about that. Uh, that he planned to kill off his rivals. Who is that? Guggenheim. Guggenheim, uh, Astor, Astor yeah. and uh, Strauss. Strauss. I think Strauss was. Who's Strauss? M- he was, I think they own Macy's. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isidore Strauss, Benjamin Guggenheim, and Jacob Astor. Wait, so, uh, let's go over those three. Uh, Guggenheim, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with, neither with Strauss, but, uh, Astor, he was the, uh, wealthiest guy that was on yeah. the ship, correct? Uh, and then he was part of the banking industry, or? I th- yeah. Okay. He was, Strauss, I'm pretty sure, was Macy's. And then Guggenheim, I think, was banking, too. Banking. But in Europe. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, the whole conspiracy is that they were all opposed of the Federal Reserve. Correct. And then that's why he... Because he was... J.P. Morgan was uh, uh, owner. 
he owned. He was one of the owners of uh, uh, the White Star Lines. Okay. Was it, I thought that he was supposed to be on the ship he was. and then he didn't board. Yeah. Okay, so. Like last minute he canceled and stayed at like some spa place huh. in France or something like huh. that. And that's where the conspiracy kind of... Yeah. They're tying it into like a huge banking conspiracy. Like, uh, what was it? The Rothschilds or something? I mean, I wouldn't pay it. Like put that past yeah. the uh, banking industry. They've done some shady shit <laughs> yes. within the past, so... Yeah, I mean, you really, really couldn't put that past them, but also, uh, supposedly, uh, Guggenheim and uh, Astor didn't even really care about the Federal Reserve. Oh, and the he, J.P. Morgan, he wanted the Yeah, Federal, he was yes. the one pushing for it. Yeah, he, okay. He's the one that actually started it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, great. Yeah, and then Strauss uh, supposedly was for it. Okay. And so there was, like, no reason to kill him off. But... Right. He kind of wanted that ally. Well, I mean, there is a reason to kill off a, one of the biggest bankers in the industry. Yeah. What other competition are you going to have? Rival millionaires, because, you know, it's a, it's a gang. Yeah. Uh, Man, should I uh, get rid of my Chase bank account right now? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they give me good points and stuff. My goodness. It's, uh, you know, all tied in with the Titanic now. I know, and as much of a Titanic fan I am, uh, kind of makes me just want to get rid of their bank account and go to what Apple? Apple now has the four uh, percent or four point something percent interest rate. Pretty nice. Uh, my work. Mm-hmm. What has a uh, savings that we can use at work? Mm-hmm. And it's going from like two and a quarter percent to five percent. Ooh. Yeah. So ah, that's where I'll be leaving my money. Thank you, banking industry. You're fucking us royally on the uh, the housing market right now, and you're giving us nickel and dimes in return. Well, yeah, you know, that's what they do. <clears throat> and that's what uh, J.P. Morgan was doing with Titanic, I guess. <laughs> so, if yeah, that uh, conspiracy is true, we don't yeah. know. Not confirmed. I mean, that one's still not a bad one. No. Because, I mean, greedy millionaires really don't give a shit about a thousand people. They don't care if they drown out at yeah. sea. Fuck Especially up. when you got... In that time, money, $150 million invested in it. And what was it? Like 80% of it was like third class citizens? Yeah, it was huh, great. seven. So of the 2,300 uh, total, no, I think it was over 3,000 total, including crew. But it was 700 or something were third class. Uh-huh. It's more than a third. Are you sure? Yeah, I think I thought it. it was uh, 2,220 six or something like that total like including crew i thought there was like 400 crew and oh okay never mind i did yeah, it was 220 yeah two there were 2200 crew and passengers 1500 died but yeah i'm pretty sure the third class was roughly it's obviously gonna be the bulk of yeah the amount of people well that's where they made all their money is because they could pack them in there uh, and then, because I mean, they had smaller places, bunks and stuff. And okay. then instead of giving them a stateroom. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Like, so yeah, I feel like money the, on that. But. The bulk of their money, though, I thought that would come from like the first class uh, people that bought a ticket because w- weren't the first class tickets like insanely expensive? Like 
we're talking thousands of dollars back then and that still is like i think it was the equivalent to like fifty thousand dollars or something so, like this day uh according to this cruisehive.com i don't know never heard of it it would cost $133,000 today to travel in a first-class suite on the Titanic. Are we going to fucking Dubai? Jesus. Uh, Back then. Dubai but then, first-class berth. So just a regular first-class cabin, I'm okay. guessing. Uh, 4500 In today's money or yeah. their money? In okay. today's money. So, and I mean, even still less. Yeah. Second-class would be... Uh, eighteen hundred and third class is a thousand. Uh, let's see if we can find a more. I would not be a third class citizen. There's no chance for that. Okay, so most expensive ticket sold on the Titanic. I don't even want to know. It's gonna be disgusting. In nineteen. Uh, in nineteen twelve was some five hundred and sixty dollars. Equivalent to. Uh, see, you can't trust this shit. <laughs> says more sixty-one thousand dollars today, so that makes a little more sense. So that's what I was thinking. That sounds yeah, a, that a sounds little a little more. Accurate. Yeah. So still twenty-five hundred dollars back. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, can you imagine spending what sixty-one thousand dollars for a four-day trip? Yeah. yeah. Die. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a four-day trip Seriously. to the Caribbean. It was four-day trip. Through ice and through, shit. Through just to cold die. weather. What is it? April? It was fucking snowing out this yeah. morning. <laughs> it Jeez. was. Yeah, and they Imagine were further north than us. In the northern Atlantic. Yeah. Oh my God. Back then, before global warming. <laughs> this is some good stuff. I might want some of your dickle later. I know. I'm going to. I think I got another sip or two left, and then I'm going to put some dickle in. I can't tell you the last time I started drinking at 1230. <laughs> well, you can't day drink if you don't start early. That is true. The only reason why I'm doing it is because of the podcast. I'm okay with that. It makes for a good time. <laughs> it, it also loosens up the lips a little bit. Uh, <laughs> wetens your whistle. Ah, yes, the whistle. Oh, shit. The fun stopper's out. <laughs> uh, is my fun stopper out? My fun stopper's out. All right. But, uh, yeah, so it's costing $7.5 million in 1912 to build and furnish. Because I know the... Just the building of the ship was that one point five million, right? But for the, is that just for materials? I think that was just for materials for the ship itself, okay. not including all the labor. Forgot what they used. It was like some kind of like stupid expensive oak for like everything. Ah, and like at this point, it's like not all of it, but a good chunk of it's still like preserved down. Okay, yeah, it was pretty cool. Dang, can you imagine that being underwater for, what, 110, 111 years? Yeah. And then the oak is literally still perfectly preserved? That's insane. So the, down there, they're having wood. issues with rust. Mm -hmm. There's, like, some kind of organism living in the rust, eating it away and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and so that's what they're dreading now is that it's just going <laughs> to... Eventually crumble down. Yeah, it, I mean, it will. Well, didn't... They had, like, a theory, uh, and it was proposed multiple times that they were going to try to, like, bring it back to the surface, uh, and then they tried to hook, like, a, 
I think they tried to do it, but then part of it broke away when they were trying to do it. Uh, so I think it was because of like the rust factor uh, and the ship deteriorating like that. It seemed like, uh, I guess we cannot bring this bad boy up to find the heart of the ocean. <laughs> uh... Is that true, or was I just... Uh, I thought that such was bad back... shape that it couldn't withstand, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was back yeah. in, like, 2002 or 2003 Well, there was a movie like in 1980 called mm -hmm. Raise the Titanic. Ah. They didn't even... I don't even think they knew where the, where the Titanic was in 1980. No, I don't think they found it till yeah. what, 88? Yeah, or 90? Like, was... when we were born? Yeah, it was close. Closer then, because, yeah, it was, uh, it was, like, a weird, like, secret mission that oh, the yeah. Navy did. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, How yeah. freaking nuts would that be if you're the one, like, you're the crew that is aboard, like, these vessels that are going deep underwater trying to find the Titanic, and then you finally just stumble across it? Like, can you imagine, like, the euphoria that you would see at that time? Like, holy shit, I just literally saw and found the Titanic, the ship that has been, uh, that was deemed unsinkable. That was not really unsinkable. But so, yeah. then coming across it and finding it. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome, yeah. Dude, it'd be huge. Uh, so, yeah, that was just an extra thing popped up here on Google. Uh, were there any skeletons found? There wasn't. I can imagine there wouldn't be. No. Uh, so the pressure and everything being mm -hmm. that, it just basically just disintegrate. Mm -hmm. But they find just clothes yeah. in spots. And yeah. so that's where they're like, there was a body there and everything. I would imagine that there would be imprints of where those people laid, though. Maybe. Possibly. But yeah. They, yeah. Basically, Titanic's rusted, too brittle. Yeah. And all that pressure change would just now. Destroy. I do have a question because I tried to like googling this and I tried like finding a little bit more information about it. But like in the 1997 James Cameron film, uh, you know the opening scene, like when they go down, they find the Titanic, whatever. Is that footage like actual footage of the Titanic as they were doing their deep dives? Because I, I literally tried, like, finding that out, and I could not figure it out if that was true or not. Because, um, you know, how it's it's, Hollywood. Is that Bill Paxton, too? Uh, yes. Yeah, plays the main guy. He was the guy that was in Twister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is he dead? Yeah, he died. Oh, poor guy. Rest in peace. Great actor. He was a good actor. <laughs> so it was, nine, looks like 1986 was when Titanic was... That's when they found it. Majority of the underwater shots in the movie Titanic are real. James okay. Cameron dived 12 times to the wreckage. That's insane. Yeah. How fucking cool would that be to Dude, be your job to go down, dive, how many feet? Two. It's... Like two miles? Uh, or 2,000? No, it's not two miles. Three. I think it's like over 3,000 feet. That is insane. Like, and that's your job. Like, you're going down there doing some research, and you actually get to see the Titanic, the ship that everybody has been oh. talking about for the past what, yeah. 80 so, years. 
uh, 4,000 meters, roughly 13,000 feet below the surface, so two and a half miles. <laughs> Holy shit. Straight down. And he has the funds to do that. That's just Well, I mean, he wild. had the, the backing of, uh, uh, of, uh. Hollywood? Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, why not? And you're James Cameron, too. Why do yeah. you, you direct Terminator and Terminator 2? Now you have all this money. You can do whatever you want. I mean, now, I mean, yeah. So it's 1985 is when they found it. 1985? Yep. Yeah, imagine just being that person who's like comes across it. That would so be yeah, cool. it was like a secret, secret, secret mission. He wasn't a Navy guy, but was on a Navy vessel for that reason to look for the Titanic and they were just like sonaring down and they're like, there it is. How fucking cool is that? Sonar? Yeah. Ah, what's on the ocean floor? Hmm, I wonder. Let's just use this ping technique. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I fucking find the Titanic. Yeah. Something that's been lost for like 80 years, 70 years. Yeah. Titanic so cool. is, is pretty, would be a pretty cool thing to find. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Back to conspiracies. Ooh. That's a good one. Uh, so supposedly, uh, a mummy's curse doomed the Titanic. A mummy's curse? Yes. What the fuck is that? Uh, so uh, one of the guys that was on board, I think, said that he was there to... He was... Uh, to, yeah, I'm not even sure. Like a mummy's curse? Yeah. Dude. So they're saying that the unsinkable Molly Brown uh-huh. had Egyptian artifacts with her. Classic. That were cursed. What a wonderful woman. Yeah. And then she well, she lived. <laughs> she was unsinkable. Yeah. But, uh, and then, uh, now another one is the ship's number. Backwards reads no pope. Three nine zero nine zero four, and supposedly backwards it says no pope, and so mm. it was doomed from the start. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's actually kind of getting me a little bit curious as to why we're drinking whiskey when all they drank on the Titanic was brandy. I don't like brandy. Brandy's kind of... But I would like a brandy. (laughs) It's just... uh, It makes me kind of sad that we're not drinking the brandy. I don't even know any brandy names, actually. I just do whiskey with you. Corbell. Sure. It's brandy. Uh, It's a big big thing in Wisconsin. So, now to the flaws of the Titanic. Oh, where do we start? I know. They... There are a lot of human error in the Titanic. They fucked up badly. Did they? Yes. (laughs) Do tell. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Uh, so one of the easiest things that probably could have helped this whole situation is, according to internet and stories and all this, uh, the guy that was in charge of the watchtower up in the crow's nest. Yes, sir. Uh, the original guy was switched out right mm-hmm. before they set sail. Yep. And when he left, he didn't leave the key to the lockbox that had the binoculars in it. Correct. And so... Who needs binoculars? Yeah. What are we going to use those for? Well, according to stupid documentaries and everything, uh, mm-hmm. you could see, like, 
five miles or something like that. You, on a clear day. Like they said, like he should have been able to see the. But you also have to understand that it is pitch black. Pitch black no light. I mean, you got the moon, but that's it. There's no break. No, there was no moon. Oh, there was no moon. There was no moon. The moon was not present that day. Oh, look at the moon that. was on the opposite side, so it made the tides even worse. But it also made the water super calm, uh, and so they couldn't see the waves breaking up against the, the iceberg, uh, and it made it very difficult to see. So the only light that there was was the light from the Titanic and the light from the stars. How about that? I know. So Look how that. fucking wild is that? Like the binoculars, I don't even think would have even done anything Maybe. for. The, it might have, yeah. sure. Um, but uh, even still, like the the captain at the time, it wasn't uh, Smith. It was Murdoch, uh, who was posted at that time, and uh, it took him like every like all of his eyesight, according to the logs and stuff, uh, like. He could barely make out a dark shape, and uh, that's what the watchtower people were saying as well in the logs, is that all they saw was, like, just a, a dark shape, and they couldn't really make out what it was, and they couldn't figure out if it was an iceberg, but they just assumed that it could be, uh, but they couldn't tell because it was just pitch black, and they couldn't see a thing. So, um, yeah, I think they... Said the that uh, the captain Smith was in his quarters. Yeah, I think they, he was. Yeah, but they said, duty. but he like should have been in his bed. That was a part another part of the conspiracy is that he knew it was going to happen. Oh, and that he wasn't in his bed asleep. He, he just was stumble across an iceberg randomly. Yeah. Uh, but again, there was. At that time of year, apparently, like, that was when the climate was getting just, like, a smidge warmer. Uh, and that's what, when the ice was starting to break off from different shelves and stuff, yeah. and they were drifting, drifting in. So they had iceberg warnings. And a lot of the other ships that were nearby. In that area, yeah, yeah. even warned them. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another thing, is that they were supposedly warned about all this ice, but they still kept going. Let's Full last speed. the light boilers, or last, uh, light the last boilers. So, Why not? Uh, with that, there was a fire in one of the coal rooms. Before the Before, before they even ch- left. Yeah. But they said it was fine, it wasn't going to do nothing. Why not? <laughs> and so they basically were like, just sh- keep shoveling the coal in. Wait, so even though that there was a fire, with that, what consequence would that have for their voyage that they had uh a lot of the stuff they were saying is that they were aware of the fire and that they were worried a little bit about it uh affecting the structural integrity of the of this of the hull okay because i mean you got hot water or hot fire okay going right up against the freezing water okay and so making that super brittle i thought it was uh what was it? Not E deck, but uh, no, no, E deck is way higher. Uh, yeah, but there's like all the way down lower. to like O deck. Because um, I was deck I, is the lower deck. Did it reach like the the water level? Is that where it was located? I thought it was a little mm-hmm. bit higher, like maybe like twenty feet no, above the water. It looks like it's uh, Orlop decks, which is below the water line. And it was below yeah. the water line. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's why they were saying they were going full speed. It was because they were just sitting there shoveling coal in constantly. Yeah. They want to create that yeah. steam, get that pressure, and continue uh, chugging along. But yeah, they... Uh, yeah, they... That was one of the big things, is that the fire... They're saying that it weakened it, and that's why it broke apart. Uh, at all. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, Nathaniel. <laughs> I want you to know. Neither that. can coal. <laughs> but uh, and then uh, next biggest flaw, which uh, deemed the Olympic liners the unsinkable ships, mm-hmm. were their watertight bulkhead doors. Okay. That were electronically. Driven, so you could be like up on the bridge, be like, "Oh, we got water." Hit a button, close it. Correct. But in those compartments, they weren't real bright about building the walls all the way up. Does that make sense? Building it. Uh... So there was a gap at the top of each compartment. Oh, so the water spilled over each and of so the gap. It just kept spilling over and over, ah. and. By the time everything happened, uh, they said that they could survive with four compartments full. Mm-hmm. By the time they got to all the compartments, I think there was six full. Including so were, the so, mailroom, too, yeah, so right? they were already going down. Gotcha. And, By the head. Yeah, and so then they said that uh, if they would have opened, opened something, oh, yeah, it would have actually made them sink faster. Oh, no, it would have made them sink slower. It would have caused them to go down like that. Oh, uh, down like by the bow, right? They were going down bow slowly straight, Mm -hmm. but if they would have opened some doors or something, it would have caused them to turn. Oh, to turn. And capsize. a lot of the things like the structural engineers that uh, have been reviewing this kind of content, they were saying that... uh, those what do you call them the watertight doors yeah bulkhead doors the bulkhead doors they were saying that if you opened all of them in succession along the bottom of like, it would it should have evened it out. it would have evened it out and then the sinking would have taken a lot longer yeah. and it would have been about five six hours before it finally <laughs> submerged and that would have been enough time for uh what was it carpathia to yeah. come to their rescue and well, come to their aid and there what, wouldn't have been that many people it is perished. still though kind of funny though that they only had enough lifeboats for half half but what but what was funny is when i was doing what kind of reading, fuck, like what kind of insurance company hey, would want to the best part is is they were above the standard of british ships so like the british sailing they were above standard that's so fucked isn't it <laughs> that's yeah, so, they, so they had enough to hold half of the of the uh passengers only the better half <laughs> well uh it would launch ships like I think each uh, lifeboat had a capacity of sixty-five. Correct. Yeah, and they would launch them with like twenty-eight people in it. That was only one officer. He did that uh, because he got instructions from the captain that were misinterpreted. Did you know about that? Mm-mm. So the captain gave orders. Smith he gave the orders to. So load. It was like the launch the first set of them, right? Uh, no, well, I mean to launch all the lifeboats, yeah. but do you know what the orders were? I, you know what the, you know what everybody said, like when they were loading the lifeboats. Yeah. What did they say? Yeah, women and children. Yeah, women and children. But that was misinterpreted because uh, he meant women and children 
first. Like if they have their entire family that is with them, he was saying women and children would board first and then the the men in would follow. Uh, and that's what all the other officers did besides like maybe three or four. And those three or four other officers, they were launching lifeboats that were like, what, 26 yeah. filled. Some of them had like 12 or because it was just, or something like those that. Those were the women. Those were the yeah. only women and children that were there at that time when that boat was supposed yeah. to be launched. It was supposed to be women and children first, and then once they're in, then the men. The men. Yeah. yeah. And how fucked is that, that like these officers were like, no, we're not going to let you board because, and we're just going to let this one go down, even though there's so much more yeah. room. Yeah. That's... Oh, it makes me, it haunts me up. And that, that, uh, it was just misinterpreted by the other officers from the captain uh, when he said women and children first. Yeah. And it just. Well, that was like the sea laws. It was always women and children first. But correct. Women and children nearby. And right. then the men. And then whoever else can fit aboard. Yeah. And so, uh, ironically, talking about that, uh, the. Three millionaires in the J.P. Morgan conspiracy. Uh, one of them had a young wife, like eighteen, I think. Uh huh. And they loaded her in, and then he said she was pregnant. And so he tried getting in. And they told him no. Ah. And then uh, Aster, I think it was him. Jacob. Yeah. I call uh, first name basis. Oh, sorry, Jacob Aster. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, him and his wife. So in the movie, you see the couple go to bed together and they're laying in bed while the room's filling up. Correct. Yeah. That's, that was Aster. Was it? Yeah. So him and his wife, because he told his wife to go and she it said, was, I'm not leaving you. That? And so they went to their, I mean, they probably weren't in bed together. I, but well, they went to the, their what cabin way together. to spend your last moments. I guess. <laughs> But yeah, they uh, went to the cabin together and died in their cabin together. That is so sad. And then, yeah, the last Guggenheim, I think he was just like, yeah, fuck it. I think him and his, he was there with his mistress? Yes. Mistress and his mm -hmm. valet, and then him and his valet. Can't you tell she's hiding it? <laughs> yeah. And then him and his valet went and put on, like, tuxedos and said they were going to go down and die like gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that was pretty cool. That yeah, was really cool. But also kind of shitty because they had so much room for people. <laughs> they Well, they had so much room for people, but yeah. they also didn't have so much room yeah. for people. Like so They had was... 16 of the like full, like 65 people lifeboats. Then they had four collapsible. And I think of the four collapsible, I think two of them like capsized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even know that they had that t type of technology back then for collapsible lifeboats. But yeah, here's a picture of the rivets. Uh huh. Of the huge rivets they used, and then that yeah, was kind yeah, of those things were massive. What were they like? This big? Yeah. yeah fucking huge. They're like three inch rivets. Yeah, three inches in diameter. That's freaking massive. Just for a rivet, and how many were there? There's probably like, I couldn't imagine how many were on that ship. Like I mean, just in that thousand. In that picture, yeah, there's <laughs> just an insane amount. And that's just Holy a small shit. section. That's not even the whole damn thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get some more uh, Makers 101. Thank you, Tara Boomer. 
she's she's a nice lady. Uh, is she though? I don't know. I like her. Uh. <laughs> you gotta get the poor. Of course. I'll have a. Uh... Actually, I don't even know. So I'm gonna have to drive after this. <laughs> Might just hang out here for a bit, chill with the baby. You say you can hang out with us, Dan. We'll allow it. That might be good to try. It's only what, uh, three, three shots worth, maybe four. All right. So, in compliance with the Odyssey, women and children were boarded first. Only when there were no women and children nearby, men were permitted to board. Yet many victims were, in fact, women and children, as a result of the disorderly procedures. Many of the victims. Yeah. That's what it says. I read a different article. I don't know what that one is, but uh, I saw that 20% of the men that were boarded on the Titanic uh, sur survived uh, and 80% of them perished, whereas it was 60% uh, of the women and children that were aboard survived Survive. and 40% perished, which is just wild. I mean, the orders were given, obviously, yeah. like to put women and children on there first. Yeah, and then in the movie, uh, uh, all right, so I lied. Aster was the one with the young uh, bride. Strauss, uh, the, Strauss the was the one. Yeah, Strauss is the one that went and, uh, with his wife. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. Aster had his young wife saying she was pregnant and asked if he could go, and they said no. And Aster still, he still died, correct? Yes, he died. Uh, Can you imagine being like one of the wealthiest people on the planet and they say, no, you're not allowed to board a lifeboat? Very humbling. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you watch like that, uh, the 2012 movie where all the rich people get onto the ships and they're like, we're rich. You Which know, one is this? 2012. Oh, yeah. oh, the movie 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha with, and uh, with all the John Cusack. Yeah, John yeah. Cusack. Uh, what a nice man. So, uh, so Thomas Andrews was the chief designer. He was the one that made the unsinkable ship. Who is it? Uh, Thomas Andrews. Thomas Andrews. Yes. He was the carpenter. He was the architect. The architect. Yeah. And they called him, they said, uh, like, sound the carpenter. So he was, when yeah, they... he was the designer of the Titanic. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And so then they said that uh, uh, the last thing anywhere anyone saw him, he was in a smoking room just staring at a painting. And then, yeah, he died. Uh, well, can you imagine being the architect of something that fails and then it kills? Well, especially being the unsinkable. And that was a big thing is that they like blatantly were like, it's unsinkable. Like, I thought that they debunked that. I, I'm oh, pretty it is sure debunked they... now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it sank. But no, yeah, I mean... Is just they they said that he kind of forced nature's hand by giving them the old f you you can't sink this ship. Uh, I don't think that he ever said once. You can actually look it up, quote me, fact check me. Uh, but he never once said that it was the unsinkable ship. He, uh, I think that there is a lot of people that put it in like the the movie context or the movie quotes and stuff. Like, oh, God himself cannot sink this ship, and then. He was saying that it was a sound ship, that it was a, a great ship, but he 
he knew that it could sink if the correct damage was dealt to it. Um, and I think that it was debunked that like nobody beforehand said that it was an unsinkable ship. Floating. Ah. But in the movie, I forgot what actor played him, but in the movie, I think Jack and Rose are running through the ship and he's like sitting there at the mantle staring at a clock. Mm -hmm. They're like, come on, you need to come. And he's like, nope, staying. Try to give him a life jacket. Nah. Put it it on. Oh, wait, no. He's the one that gave the life jacket to Rose, isn't he? He might have been. I think he was. The fictional character, Rose. Do it, Decatur. It's been 84 years. That's how long it feels like being away from... That's too much reading, so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I do believe that that is... So it was given to... uh, So he didn't say it. That was given to the the name was given to the Titanic by the press. Ah, uh, that yeah, does because make of more all sense. all the technology and everything that he put into it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that guy. The technology back then, my God, it was insane. Yeah, it was Guggenheim it was so that. Yeah, so that one was right. I said that Guggenheim went and changed with his valet, and so they were gonna go down like gentlemen. Hmm. Wait, so he was the one that was saying like, but Guggenheim, like had the, yeah, Guggenheim had the mistress. Okay. So it wasn't Aster and no. it wasn't Strauss. No. It was As- Guggenheim. Yes. As- Guggenheim sounds like a guy who would have a mistress. Aster was the one that had the 18 year old wife that was pregnant. Didn't, wasn't he fucking old as shit? He was, yeah. <laughs> so they said that he was married for like 29 years. Okay. Left his wife and then married this 18-year-old. He got an upgrade to the newer model. And then see what it did to him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Those newer models kill you, man. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Strauss was with his wife and they died together. And then Guggenheim and his uh, valet. Imagine being his valet like, dude, I kept the secret from your wife. And then uh, mm. I'm going to die on a fucking ship with you. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, the Molly Brown helped load, so the unsinkable. Who's the woman that played her? Who's the big girl? What's her name? I don't know actors' names or actresses' names. No, uh, I know Leonardo DiCaprio, and I know Ro- uh, Rose Decatur as uh, Kate Winslet, but that is about it. It's kind of odd in my I know the director, uh, James Cameron. <laughs> Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yep. Is she, what else has she played in? Everything. Waterboy. She was in The Office. Oh, She's been in so much okay. shit. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, in the movies, she's kind of like very outspoken, annoying, kind of pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there she still was. But that they kind of hit that on the nail. But she was helping load all the lifeboats. She, when she was uh, in the boat, like in the movie, she's telling them, like, turn back. Yeah. Yeah. She was telling them to turn back, go if look you for don't survivors. Shut that hole in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I can imagine that would it be an a factual quote that like some officer on board one of the lifeboats would actually say to a woman at that time back in nineteen twelve, like 
shut your hole in your or yeah like shut that hole in your face yeah uh because he doesn't want to get overrun by that was the whole thing is that he didn't want them swamping overboard correct capsizing the boat which yeah you don't but at the same time she was kind of being the more decent human being yeah like you want to save as many people as possible and you can hear the screams of people in the water so what freezing to death so what time did it was like 10 o'clock wasn't it 10 10 30 when the titanic hit the iceberg yes 11 34 there we go all right it's 11 34 something like that yeah it sounds about right so then (laughs) yeah because it was like two and a half hours it was i'm a big fan of the titanic can you tell (laughs) uh yeah it said 220 in the morning is when it finally saying yeah, it was like an, uh two hours and 44 minutes after yeah. or 48 uh mm. then the carpathia came but yeah in one of the it was 705 survivors 705 yeah. how many survived from the water six Ooh. it didn't give me those numbers i think that that's just absolutely wild okay like the unsinkable molly is saying like oh yeah let's go back turn around let's get that's your men out there let's let's go back and let's get some of the people that are literally in the water and drowning and freezing to death and trying to fight for their own lives and then only six of them were saved from the water i think that that's just mind-boggling and extremely sad so at least 31 crewmen claim to have been in the water. In all, from 44 to 48 were actually saved from the water. Oh, that's way more than I thought. I thought the confirmed was like six back in like... I don't know. It was from the encyclopedia.com. Ah. I feel like we can trust them. Encyclopedia.com? Well, Encyclopedia Titanica. Sounds fancy. Uh, plucked from the sea oh the head baker of the titanic spent two hours in the frigid water and emerged with only swollen feet is believed that upwards of 1500 feet or so who oh it says who were the six people that survived did you see who it was Cause I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> TheWorld.org. Uh, the survivors were Ah Lam, Fang Lang, Chung Fu, Cheng Chi, Ling He, and Li Bing. What that about sounds, Bing Bong? That sounds. <laughs> they were sorry. professionals. Don't cancel that, me, world, please. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you can cancel him. Don't cancel us. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but all right, so that sounds. My last podcast. I mean, it's. They were um, from China. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, a lot of them were Chinese immigrants yeah. and uh, Irish immigrants, right? Yes. Lots of Irish. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, all right. That's cool. Uh, I mean, it said there a bunch of people said they touched the water. So, I mean, I could honestly say oh, like, they touched the water. Oh, mm. Ooh, that's cold. <sighs> what was the temperature of the water? Uh, I think it was 34 degrees. With Again, Fahrenheit. Uh, yes, 34. <laughs> Fuck, can you imagine Celsius? <laughs> Holy shit. It'd be a bath. It's like a, yeah, it's a nice bath. Uh, I'm going to take a shower in this water. 
if obviously if it was that temperature, uh, more people would. Twenty eight degrees. Twenty eight. Holy. Yeah. So geez. below freezing. Uh, I think at the place in Tennessee, there's a Titanic museum in Tennessee. Nice. Of all places, yes. Right in smack dab in the middle. I think of the it's United like Gatlinburg, States. like one of the Why touristy not? places. But I think it's the one in Tennessee because I think there's one in like Missouri too. I think. Okay. But uh, you can put your hand in water. That's supposed to be the temperature of what the ocean was. Fuck that! Why don't we just go do like a what do you call it? A polar plunge. Yes, do that. I mean, ice baths. Yeah, ice baths. You ever done one? Uh, I've done it one time. I did it in college, and yeah, fuck that. What? Uh, I did it for two minutes. Apparently, like people do it every day, and it's like good for your body. I guess. Yeah, I did it like four times in college, and I'm like, I'm gonna stop doing that. My balls (laughs) are inside me. It was too cold. Well, the people in Titanic uh, who got in the water, I would have been like. If they would have kept it up and they would have survived. So it is roughly around two point negative two point seven degrees Celsius. Because zero degrees Celsius is freezing. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's thirty-two degrees. I do teach science. You do teach science in America. Well, (laughs) do you know why they use the cell or why we use Fahrenheit here instead of Celsius? Because we're stupid. No, no, we're smart. Mm. We're the smartest. Absolutely. I'm, I'm being 100% honest with you right now. Uh, I know. We're supposed to be talking about the RMS Titanic. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. We can sidebar. I'll sidebar it here. <laughs> Do you know why we use Fahrenheit here? No. You have no idea? Mm-hmm. I just... Celsius Celsius is great for, like, scientific experiments. I feel like science uses metric. Uh, yes. All science uses metric, yeah. like meters, kilometers, whatever, Celsius uh leaders so on and so forth but like when you're talking about temperature something that we use every day uh we don't want to use celsius for that because it doesn't really make much sense so zero degrees celsius freezing 100 degrees celsius boiling awesome but in between it's i don't know it doesn't give you a very accurate correct yeah because it's what uh 1.8 times uh, in order to get to Fahrenheit, yeah. you multiply the degrees in Celsius by 1.8, and then you add 32. Uh, but then the reason why we use Fahrenheit is because we all we also like those numbers, 0 degrees, 100 degrees. Okay, Anything that's in between those two degrees, 0 degrees and 100 degrees, it's pretty safe to go outside as long as you are dressed appropriately. But uh, if it's Below zero degrees, you probably want to stay inside. If it's above 100 degrees, probably want to stay inside. So that's the reason why we use that is it's a little bit easier to gauge the temperature for uh, regular people because we like that zero to 100 system, that metric scale, but we bring it into Fahrenheit to give us a better understanding of, oh, it's 50 degrees, might need a light jacket, maybe a hoodie, something like that. 70 degrees, oh, you might need a t-shirt maybe a long sleeve shirt something like that or i don't know you can wear jeans and a t-shirt or something like that i don't know but i think that the degrees fahrenheit system is way better than celsius is celsius easy to remember sure but for everyday purposes that we use it for here in the americas and everywhere else fahrenheit seems like the overall choice to use 
Back to Titanic. <laughs> so, I will agree with you on that. Mm. It is great. But I do like it. Physical me- measurements, like inches and stuff. Ah, do you want me to go on that? <laughs> so, <laughs> as a machinist, I really dislike... Uh, because we have a lot of overseas customers, and so yes. we use a lot of metric. Metric. But then also we use standard mm-hmm. on the same part. <laughs> Good old imperial. Yeah. Ism. Gotta love that. But, yes. It's, yeah. It's, Why do we call it the standard? <laughs> it's not standard it's anywhere not, else. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think it's standard, standard in, like, three countries other than us. Yes. Same thing with Fahrenheit. Yeah. Same thing so. with everything else that we use here. It's... Yeah. Our volume system. Oh, gallons, quarts, cups. Okay, <laughs> sure. Well, yes. Yeah, so. How many gallons of water uh, got spilled into the Titanic? I do wonder. Or how many liters? Let's do the conversion. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's White Star Line property. So let's. I'm looking at your poster over there. That's why I said that. The white star line. I have. Titanic. I have had that beautiful. for so long. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh, smokestacks. Do you know about the smokestacks that they had? They had like four of them. Yeah. Right. And then how many of them worked? Oh, I did not. Ah. Two of them worked. The other two were just for show because they wanted to show uh, sheer size and. Mass of it. Mass of it, and then, like, uh, luxury. That's, uh... We we have four smokestacks. You see that two-er over there? Yeah, fuck that. They don't work. (laughs) The first two, they work. The other two, we don't need them. (laughs) Uh, And they actually... uh, You notice that, like, the the bottom half is, like... Or, I guess, bottom three-quarters of it is, like, a tannish color. On the top of it is black. black. Uh, that was to represent luxury as well, uh, and it was a brand for the White Star Line uh, to uh, basically like show off their ships to say like, hey, this is our ship, this is our company, this is our brand, uh, and they were the ones that kind of like trademarked those types of smokestacks, and the other ones that weren't a part of that same company, if they were to do that, then they would have been sued and that would have been a, a big old lawsuit for those types of ships but uh it's so weird going down to the fucking paint color right yeah like i would never have thought that looking at that i would have been like hmm that is class <laughs> yeah exactly that looks like a it looks like a beautiful ship i wish that we still had it to look at yeah look at instead of it being all rusted and a whole bunch of shit being covered on it at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> Uh, so, talking about the White Star Line. Yes. Uh, they were founded in 1845. Ah. And then went defunct in 1934. 1934? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't know. Because mm, it was... It looks it was like mo- they merged, maybe? Oh, okay. It was mostly for, like, upper-class citizens and for... Male, yep. correct? <laughs> how how awful would it have been to be alive back in that time where you had to wait for a ship 
to, to bring cross mail. the pond to bring you your mail. Okay, so <laughs> freaking wild. Another little sidebar. We got a letter today in the mail from the hospital, dated the twelfth, and it is twenty second. <laughs> Ten days ago. Ten days ago was postmarked, hmm. saying that our insurance wasn't covering our daughter. Yet she's on our insurance. <laughs> That's because the newborn, she was just born, so she doesn't have insurance. Yeah, you we had needed, to add her. You no, not you. She needed to have, insur- She needed to have a job coming out of the womb, yeah. uh, and be employed by these specific people so that they can offer her health insurance, uh, and then she would have to have a forty-hour. Uh, a work week and then get those benefits, get those bennies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, wait, you're fucking serious? Yeah. They're not covering. Well, now they are. We had to add her, but it's funny because you. But have... they are postdating it. Yeah. Oh, so you God. have to like. So stupid. You had to fill out a whole form, like attach a copy of her birth certificate and everything. Like you literally got the bill for the child being born. You're a fucking idiot company. <laughs> Oh, yeah, your daughter's not insured because she's a new person. She's a new human being. Of course she's a fucking new human being. Are you kidding me? She's Insurance companies are a joke. Yeah, she's uh, a month and five days old, and they were, like, freaking out every time we went to the doctor, which we went a week, two weeks, two and a half weeks, and then now four weeks. And every time we've gone, they're like, do you have insurance? Do you have this? Do you have this? It's like, we do have there. insurance. They gotta get their nickel somewhere. Yeah. But it's funny is we went to uh, went to the doctor for one month and they gave her like an acid reducer. We went to Walgreens and Walgreens is like, all right, that'll be hundred and thirty one dollars. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, well, unless you have insurance. I'm like, we have we insurance. Have insurance. <laughs> and so then she's like, okay, so I hand her my insurance card. She goes, well, no, we need her insurance card. I'm like, we are the baby's insurance yes. card. Shut up. Because Becca carries the insurance for us. We're all dependents on it. And yeah, it was just so stupid. It's like, whatever. I Is there just like one insurance card that you can have that's just like family insurance that just like covers everything? Yeah, my insurance card. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that's what I thought. But they're not taking that? No, they did not. And so then Becca had to go yell at them and they finally... Gave it to us yeah. for like twenty five dollars. Pony up, let's go. That's a, what a copay. That's what you should pay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, did the insurance company ever pay out for the RMS Titanic? I don't know. I was we always curious that about that because, like, we were talking about like the conspiracy theories between the Olympic and the Titanic, uh, and. I know the insurance company for the uh, other conspiracy that is going on all over the world right now. Uh, and since, what, 12 years ago? Or 22 years ago? Jesus. Um, the 9-11 conspiracy with the new insurance policy being taken out in those two towers. Uh, they did pay out that insurance policy. Uh, they are paying it out over a specific period of time. But I do wonder if uh, the Titanic got there. Insurance claim. Uh, Ooh, this is good whiskey. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> I had to shout her out a couple times. And the best part is Tara is my cousin. Unfortunately. 
Otherwise, I'd marry you. Wait, what? what does there we go. Titanic insurance payout. Uh, why does UPS have a fucking thing about it? Uh, it's all about the... Uh, so, the Titanic... Life and accidents ins insurance paid out. I do wonder. Because that's a... Accident led to some of the largest insurance payouts of all time. Ah. So the Titanic's total life and accident insurance companies lost $3.4 million back then. That's it. Well, thinking about it, Titanic only cost $1.5 million. Just for the... Is, uh, okay, so I am confused. Is that just the materials that we said before, or is that the materials and labor? Oh, well, I guess, yeah. Because I, I think you said that it was, yeah. what, 7.5? Yeah, so it's 7.5 million was the total to so build I... and furnish. Oh, okay, so yeah. to build and furnish. That's including, like, all the Furniture, first class, like, yeah. the, the, the oak sheet. that you were saying that yeah. they had to bring in a board and, like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. Hmm, so, aftermath of sinking. All just Insurance aid survivors, so. Total coverage was 1 million euros per ship. Mm. 102 million dollars per today, for today's money. How much? 102 million 102. euros. 102 million euros, yeah. which is like, wait, the euro and the dollar are actually pretty even right now, correct? I have no idea. I think that the euro actually just went beneath the dollar after inflation that was happening over there, too. Even still. So they did pay out. Um, looks like a lot of them got... You need, like, somebody in the corner... Like they looking have looking like, shit up. Yeah, like JRE. Yeah. <laughs> they do over there. Just looking shit up. Just hire somebody. Yeah. Hire me. Hire I don't you. care. You're well, leaving me. Hire me for the next month and a half. Yeah. If you weren't leaving me, I'd make you do it. Uh so it looks I'll like have a quiet keyboard. So <laughs> So it looks like well also doesn't help this is what we record on. <laughs> and I'm typing on it. Mm -hmm. Uh looks like a lot of it was charities set up by the survivors. Okay. That got their money that way. Ah, uh, uh, they had GoFundMe's back then. Basically. Yeah. I mean, that's really nice because I feel like White Star Line and all the other insurance companies are probably going to claim that they weren't at fault or it was something extraordinary happened and that they wouldn't want to pay out. And it probably just left everybody else a ruin. I could imagine that would be the circumstance. California. I think that was the ship in the conspiracy. That they said like that was supposed to come to aid. California? Yeah, the Californian. They were mm -hmm. supposed to linger and then they were supposed to start sinking and then they were supposed to come help save everybody. Mm. And that was the ship they thought they saw on the horizon. Oh, they did say yeah. I was listening to a podcast maybe about a year ago, uh, a lady who was doing like stuff about the Titanic again. I freaking love the titanic i <laughs> look up everything all over the place like uh, i was just telling my buddy hugo the other day like dude i'm obsessed with the titanic right now i'm just looking at 
so many different things. And then when you asked me to do like a podcast about the Titanic, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll do that. Um, but also there was somebody else that came early this morning, so I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it. Uh, but what was I talking about? Man, I've had a little bit too much to drink. Recall, what are you looking at? Uh, insurance payouts still. Oh. The Californian is what we were talking about. The ship. Oh, the ship that sank. Yeah, that's right. The podcast that I was looking at. Sorry. Uh, the podcast that I was listening to, there was a lady that said that there is the people that were on the Titanic. They said that they saw like a light that was like in the distant and it was multiple people that said that they saw this like they were saying it was like five miles away yeah and that it was like a a distant ship but did they not have access to like morse code and like the distress signals supposedly had a state-of-the-art like radio the californian did no uh the titanic well titanic did oh yeah did you hear about all the stuff that happened with that titanic distress signal that they were sending out Uh, they were like at first they were like hey like we're in trouble maybe uh yeah well i mean said like they gave that like distress signal that the captain ordered on the 1997 one cqd cqd but then uh cqd was the former distress code that they used uh but then sos was the new one uh so they started using cqd cqd sos sos we struck a berg and then they would say like I don't know why they tagged it this, but they tagged old man and they put that in like Morse code, old man. I don't know what that was for. Uh, but like, then there is like, I don't know, three, four, five other ships that started like talking about, uh, Oh, like, is this actually happening? Is this like a real thing? Because the Titanic, they thought that it was kind of like, it, not, not a joke necessarily, but they didn't believe it to be true. Uh, and then everybody started responding, like saying their locations and stuff. Uh, but then there was a, a lighthouse uh, that had had two boys in the lighthouse. And then the person that was in charge of it, uh, he stepped away for a little while. So then these two boys were or one boy, two boys, whatever. They were receiving this information from the Titanic, getting like this SOS signal. Uh, and CQD signal, and they're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I'm 10 years old. So then they went and got their dad. Their dad came up, and that was like the central hub now for the the Titanic's uh, distress signals to like share out their signal to the rest of the other ships that were nearby. Uh, and like the amount of chatter that the people gave on the RMS Titanic to other ships like surrounding ships was insane. Like the, uh, as you were saying, like it was state of the art technology and the type, like the type of technology that they had back in that day. I feel like that was absolutely insane to get that signal across to like the Carpathia or the, uh, what was, there was another ship, the Arizona, not like the, military ship the arizona but there's like another ship nearby like the arizona but that one was like i don't know 500 miles or 600 miles away or something and they're like oh we can be there in like eight hours (laughs) like obviously that would be way too late uh but then the carpathia responded like some other ships responded as well and they were trying to like help them out and stuff uh but then like eventually yeah like carpathia 
was the closest one, yeah. 400 miles away. I think something like that. 400 miles away, I would take them, or maybe 200. I think it was like 200 miles away. 200 miles away, I would take them four hours. And from that, Carpathia, they lit, did you know that? Like they lit all their boilers like in their ship as well. And then they went full of steam like towards the Titanic to aid them in their distress signal. Mm -mm, I didn't know that. So they went full steam, and I think they were going like 22 knots, which is fast as fuck. And for that big of a ship. For yes. that big of a ship, yeah. They were going 22 knots. And on top of that, like, it was still dark of night, correct? Yeah. So as they were going full steam, they almost hit an iceberg as well. So, like, they had to uh, hard, hard to stern, I think it was. Uh, and then port round an iceberg uh, while they were traveling to, like, rescue the people of the Titanic, which, could you imagine two disasters in one night like that? Like, oh, we're, we're trying to come to aid to you. And, like, these people who are just in complete darkness in the middle of the ocean in lifeboats are just waiting for some people to pick them up. But then nobody comes because the other ship that was coming to their aid hit an iceberg and then they sank as well. I just. I'm glad that the Carpathia did not hit an iceberg. <laughs> that They had their wits about them. They probably had binoculars like you were saying before. <laughs> they had binoculars in their lookout so they could actually see the uh, the iceberg in the dark of night. So, yeah, it took. So they got. So what was it like? Two twenty is when the Titanic sank. Somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. It got there about four a.m. Yeah, yeah. Didn't tell. So it struck at like eleven forty, eleven forty-five, something like that. So uh, they were. Then... They hit the Titanic's location within four hours of them getting the distress. You know what's wild too, is that the person that was lighting the flares like they had the rockets the rockets yeah. yeah they had a ton of rockets they didn't have any red rockets at all uh because they're like what's the point of having red rockets on board a ship that more than likely will not sink that was uh part of the conspiracy ah. is that that ship that was five miles away the californian mm -hmm. were supposed to wait for the red rockets well they never launched the red rockets and so that's why they stayed away Fuck. yeah so they, they saw the white rockets, the blue rockets, and they never saw a red rocket. How crazy is that? Like, that you have multiple counts from people that are aboard these lifeboats that say that they saw a ship or they saw a lot of light coming that it looked like a ship. And then that ship never came. Yeah. Even though that there were rockets that were being launched by the officer Boxhall, I think is his name. Uh, and he shot just every increment of five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, more rockets, more rockets, more rockets. None of them were red rockets because those were the distress flares, like the, uh, what is that signal? SOS? Yeah. Uh, CQD. That's what the red rockets were like, Hey, we're, we're sinking. <laughs> like, please help us. Uh, so then they had like yellow or 
yeah, yellow flares, white flares, different other types of colors, but they did not have red. I think James Cameron did a bang up job in the movie. I think he did too. The only thing that he did not do a bang up job of, but it gave some cinematic, cinematic, uh, <laughs> cinematographic uh, ambiance, I guess, is what we were talking about before. Like the lighting for that, uh, the lighting for the Titanic, it, like you can all, you obviously like in the movie, you can see literally everything. It's not like the second to last episode of Game of Thrones where you can't see shit. Um, but that's how it was with the Titanic. It's like from all accounts as from what the people were talking about, it said it was, there was a, it was a moonless night. Uh, there's stars and stuff, but that was it. Like once the electrical grid went out on the Titanic, that was it. Like, there was just yeah, they a did shadow. A, they did a really good job at that part. Yeah. But uh James Cameron did uh uh debunk how high up the ship went before it broke. Oh yeah. They and said that, that it went full vertical, right? They said well it was pretty high in, and then snapped in the movie, yes. Oh yeah. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. But then he in like the twenty year after documentary Mm-hmm. It was only like 30 degrees up. Yeah, it wasn't that much. Yeah, but it was enough to snap it. Yeah. But then when it broke, it went straight up and down and sank. So that's another thing that a lot of people were talking about that the angle at which. So the um, bow was still attached for a little while. And that's what people thought happened was that it took the stern and brought it vertical and then detached whatever. Uh, and it brought the stern completely vertical. But a lot of people in the accounts of the story and also like the physicists afterwards, they were saying that it did not go full vertical, that it stayed at like a 60 degree angle. Yeah. But then it was also turned. Cockeyed. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit cockeyed. And then it went down like that. Um, so it might have been vertical as like the tip, uh, the far the back, part yeah. of the stern the stern actually went, went down. down yeah uh but i don't know i just thought it was fascinating like just the different types of people that went through the physics of like all the rivets and stuff all the uh windows that were open but that and... was a big thing too is people open the windows after the <laughs> after the crash <laughs> to see what happened and more just happened to oh help man. sink the boat a little faster ah oh, but I they did imagine. but i mean it did end up sinking a little slower than they thought, but yeah, right. yeah. Captain thought like what one one hour maybe. Yeah, two it was like most. an hour and a half. They were thinking it was, it was like going to go close to three. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, thank goodness <laughs> windows open. Yeah, well, I feel like that's something on a cruise ship you probably shouldn't allow. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think that they probably have them bolted by now, or uh, like, hey, you can't open these suckers. Like, sorry. Um, we're going to keep them shut because if this were to sink, this would make it go faster. The ships that we have nowadays, do you think that they have pumps to make it like way better pumps to make it so that these cruise ships or these high luxury, these huge vessels that they will not sink? I actually don't know the structural engineering of those. I'm sure that we've gotten better and better and better. Well, probably a lot better sub pumps. Yeah. Some pumps, just classic like hundred dollar sump pumps that I have in my basement. <laughs> uh, uh, bilge pumps is what they're called. 
What are they called? Bilge pumps. Bilge? Yeah, they're down B-I-L-G. below. And yeah, I mean, because uh, like an inline boat motor, it sucks water in. Ah, it's running water through okay. it and everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, they get water in. These bilge pumps just kind of pee out the water. Gotcha. And yes, the technology has gotten a lot better. Oh, I can imagine. And I can imagine the safety shit for uh, pumps and stuff. Let's see. Uh, bilge. Pump. Cruise ship. Take a sip of whiskey. Got to take a sip of water as well. I'm learned my lesson the hard way. Oh, do you? I feel like you were there for that day, by the way. Learning my lesson the hard way on that one. What did we do? Uh, Becca was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to tip my kayak." And you put all of your personal oh, belongings. Yeah in her kayak and then, and she, then tipped she tipped it immediately her, immediately what yeah. four minutes into the the voyage that we had along the kishwaukee river she like completely flipped her kayak and then you're like okay becca let's put it all in mine and then, I <laughs> and then we get into that that location rapid part that rapid part and i even told you about it too and i'm like wait is that the part that the the guy was warning us about and you're like yeah i think that's it and then you kept going on your story and i'm like listening and listening i'm like i see it like approaching faster and faster and faster i'm like nate it's coming up a lot faster than you think like yeah uh next thing i know i look at you and you're like Dan, push away from me. Stop stop touching my kayak. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. And I see you just like completely submerged under the water with all your personal belongings. That again. was not fun. <laughs> it was it was fun, but also not fun, but it's fun to laugh at. It was it was that, fun because I enjoyed the kayaking. It was but uh, I was on a times restraint because I think I had You to had to work security. You had to work. Yeah. At the Apollo. burn down or not burn down. Tornado Tornado right? down yeah. place. Yeah, that was fun. Rest in peace, Apollo. Bellevue, they're, they're Bellevue Illinois. They're rebuilding it, but they're not paying you yet? Nope. Nope. They have a GoFundMe now for uh, to help cover the cost. Mm. So I don't really give a fuck because fuck them. They've been assholes to Yeah, us. fuck that. But uh, yeah, so according to people I've talked to, the owner is a country financial like insurance person. Mm-hmm. Uh, during COVID, since nothing was going on, she dropped her limits and everything and then never put them back up. Mm. And so now the insurance isn't going to cover the cost of everything. And then... So that's why she's trying to claim, oh, you didn't work here at that time. You didn't... So one of my coworkers that did security, he uh, broke his hand, got all caught up, went to the doctor, and they asked where he worked, and he said, the Apollo... And so they went after workman's comp stuff because the doctor immediately does that here. Uh, and the owner was like, I don't know a Jake. And so she called my security supervisor and was like, How who's sad. this Jake guy? And he's like, I don't know. He's just worked you don't know every show, you have. every show, like metal show you've had for the last two years. She's like, yeah, I don't know him. Well, then the son reached out and said he was going to help cover the bills because mm-hmm. Jake, fucking sweetheart, I would be pissed. But he was like, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick, not trying to sue. His hand was like <laughs> fucked, yeah. right? Yeah, his hands were beat up. Mm. And uh, he's like, I just want my medical bill paid. That's it. 
Medical and home. the son was like, yeah, we'll take care of you. I'm like, good. But none of them have reached out to see if any of us are okay. Anything happen to you? I just had some bruises and bruises, some cuts. bangs yeah. here and there. Mental trauma. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That's rough. It's not fun. At least you weren't uh, in third class in the Titanic. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd rather deal with freezing cold water than a tornado. Not just have you ever tried breathing in water? I have. <laughs> it's it's not fun. Fucking neti pot. You're like, oh, <laughs> it so, hurts. Uh, ah. I, uh, my parents having their big old boat they used to have on the Mississippi. Mm. Uh, we took it out one time and the steering went out. And so no shit. got it back. I mean, it was a two engine boat, so you can kind of steer it using the boat or the right. engines. Yeah. Well, uh, got it back and uh, tied her up and everything. And we were thinking that something got. Because it's Mississippi, it's disgusting. Some got jammed in the in the rudder, then steering was out. So they tied a rope to me, told me to jump in the water and feel under to see if I can find anything. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, it was like first week in November. Okay. Yeah, so like cold. The water like literally like took your breath away. Yeah. Like, I mean, my head was above water oh, 90% of the time. I'm under there feeling and I went under, but above above water, able to breathe, I couldn't breathe. It was, it was uh, rough. Yeah. Uh, and then nothing ended up being stuck in the rudder. Do you want me to science the shit out of that for you? If you <laughs> uh, when you're submerged in cold water lungs, what do they do? They can compress. Compress. And uh <clears throat> can't allow a lot of uh, oxygen to enter those lungs. Ah, yeah. Uh, it's not fun, I'm sure. It was not fun. All right, so we're going to start wrapping up here. How do we do that? Uh, <laughs> uh, so the Titanic set sail. Four days later, sank. Mm. Lots of people died. It's a tragedy. That's cool shit behind it. April 11th, 1912. Same. April sale. 15th, yep. 1912. Yep. Uh, but we're going to talk about not really a history. Can I, can I say one thing, by the way? Yes. I feel like I know that we're talking about the history conspiracy behind a lot of this stuff. But if you notice, like throughout this podcast, Three, four times. What has been brought up? Insurance. Yeah. Non-stop. Insurance. It's like, oh, did the insurance get paid out for uh, 9-11? Did it get paid out for RMS Titanic? Insurance payouts for your fucking daughter. Oh, your daughter's not insured. Uh, yeah, because she's a fucking newborn, you goddamn idiots. It's just, it all rolls back to insurance and like the whole JP Morgan thing. Like, I feel like it's just like, it, it brings more, be. yeah, it brings more, it could be. It could be, right? Yeah. We just don't know yet. And will we ever know? No. J.P. Morgan's dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> when he died, like 30, 40 years ago? I don't know. That's don't something know. we can... Uh... Sorry, I know that we're trying to wrap up, and it's I'm not fine. trying to have you like, I... look shit up all over again. <sighs> I don't care. Mm. I do still have... Can... Wait, cheers.
a little bit for the the wrap up. Mm. And it's oh, a good yeah. cheers. That was a good cheers. And that is the last of the Maker's Mark 101. <laughs> Again, thank you, Tara. That was um, my birthday present, by the way, last year. And I just now finished it. So, J.P. Morgan was born April 17th, 1837. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so it, it was the family succession line. Yeah. Uh, so that kept going and going. That's so, what that movie... Or, so he, this was the guy that was involved with everything. Mm-hmm. Died March 31st, 1913. Lived hmm. less than a year after the Titanic sank. Hmm. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Died at hmm. 75. Do you want to see a picture of this fuck? Let's, let's take a look. <laughs> Did he look like Aster? <laughs> Dude looks like... Uh, how He's would you describe that, man? Balding. Big nose. I mean, it's a classic, like, mustache. 1900 mustache. Yeah, that's a good mustache. Mm-hmm. I, I swear. It, <laughs> if he had that... He looks like a cartoon character. I, if he had a monocle, I would be like that I know, and that's what sucks. Is he's got bifocals. Yeah, he's got bifocals, not a monocle. I, he needs a monocle. He does need a monocle, and that would be the most perfect punchable face. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, he died in 1913. Well, thank you, J.P. Morgan, for giving me lots of money and credit card points. That's it. <laughs> that's all you're good for. That's that's the shout out you get. All right. So yeah, how how about that? Mm. Anything else about the Titanic that we haven't yes, covered? We, oh, I mean, there's a lot that we didn't cover about. No, the there Titanic. is quite a bit. But we're gonna talk about a fun conspiracy theory Oof. that is 180 percent made up. Go for it. But you're saying that Jack Dawson is Jay Gatsby because... Oh, yeah, he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. No, well, of course. Of course. <laughs> Honestly, if, if uh, The Great Gatsby wasn't a book already written... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could be. But, yeah, I do but love that. the people saved from the water? Do you remember their names? Om <laughs> um, Lom... Yeah. Um, See um, some come. <laughs> what, what were their fucking names? Uh, Am Lam, Fang Lang, Chung Fu, Chang Chi, Ling He, and Li Bing. And we are not being. <laughs> I, I'm being dead ass right now. We are like, not trying to be racist. Those are the names that the internet's told us. Like, do you remember that? Uh, that. <laughs> that. Uh, uh, it was like somebody like pranking the newscaster and it's like a plane crash that happened like uh, a little while ago or something like that. And then uh, the names of those people that were in like the captain and co-pilot and stuff of that uh, aircraft. Bunts. Yeah. They were, hunt. They, no, they were called, you know how like, yeah, you're like Seymour Buns, Seymour Butts or like. Uh, what Jack Mehoff. Jack Mehoff stuff, like shit like that. But they made their names. Uh we too low, uh, <laughs> Bing Tang Bong. Um, I don't know, just like shit that resembles like uh, being in like a crash or something like that. And I, I was just like with my buddies like a couple weekends ago, and we were fucking losing it over that shit. Like, oh, we too low. So it sounds like that kind of stuff. Like, it ah, does. Lam, 
Ah Lam and Fang Lang Chung Fu. But those are the names the internets tell us. That is that is true. You can't lie on the internet, especially with a dot org uh, organization uh, website. I don't know. You... I'm gonna start one now and just okay. fill it full of lies. Yeah. Just oh, you're gonna be slap with fake news that's for sure fake news. fake news what is this called this podcast again historical blunders podcast fake news fake news <laughs> that's it that's it all this shit that we were saying about the titanic well we don't know if it's true or not it could be fact could be fiction it's a lot of bullshit it's true maybe fake news especially the conspiracies yeah you gotta love the conspiracies if i'm talking too much tell me to shut up slap me across the face well i mean we're we're at hour 40. Are we really? Yeah. Holy shit. Huh? Time flies when you have whiskey. Uh, it flies when you have whiskey, and it flies when you're talking about the Titanic. I mean, it might as well make a goddamn movie about it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we'd be pretty good at that. We might be. I'd be a good director. <laughs> you could be the, uh, the person the who lays on the bed uh, with the uh, heart of the ocean across your neck. Yes. I'd draw you. You'll draw me? I'll draw you. All right. I'm okay with that. That's a cool picture. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're not looking up her tits. I swear, that's no, not what we're that's looking later. Up. Uh, how later? As soon as we're done with this. So BT Dubs, you said that we were gonna have a discussion about the Titanic. So I watched the Titanic like a week ago before you even said that, and then I was like, I'm gonna watch it again tonight like last night <laughs> so i watched it again last night fell asleep to it and then i woke up this morning talked to tara for a bit and then i like turned on titanic and i watched i watched the rest of it <laughs> so it's so good last night yeah becca went to bed i stayed up with Elle, and uh yeah uh well i was gonna watch the i was gonna watch the titanic but which one number one or two there's a number two on t- on netflix I didn't know there was a number two. It's fucking stupid. But I did turn on <laughs> Sorry, Netflix. Go ahead. And I was going to watch the Titanic. But Power Rangers <laughs> came Jesus out. Jesus Christ. New one. I was like, well, I got to watch that. Titanic, Power Rangers. Fuck it. Mighty Morphin. Let's exactly. go. Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was very Saber Tooth Tiger. You had to go there. I did. Dude, she's hot. Are you kidding me? Trini? Trini? Asian? Yeah, she, she died. She's cute. She died. Yeah. What about Kimberly? Kimberly's still alive. No, what about Zach. Zach's still alive. Zach and Billy were in the movie, and then the guy that played Rocky in the next batch of them. Who? So the Red Ranger. He. Rocky is his name. So Jason's the original. Oh, Jason okay. is the original. Gotcha. I think he's a gay porn star. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It's okay. I we can we can leave this on there. It's okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so Trini died after the filming of like the original Power Rangers. She got died in a car accident. Holy shit! Yeah. And that's why when they came out with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie with with Ivan Ooze, that's why Aisha was the new Yellow Ranger. Oh and then shit! Zach got recasted with like that light skin guy. I see. And yeah. But then... Did the, the original Zach come back then? In the new one, yeah. Let's fucking go. I know. Oh. He's, he's like, taking care of Trini's daughter. Because, like, Trini's, like, still alive. What about... Died protecting Billy. But had a Billy's daughter. Billy's the shit. I don't he's know if you know about Billy. Now. But he had this technology 
that was called a tape eraser back in the day, you could erase an entire segment of tape. Like, uh, somebody records something of you. Nah, Billy's got his tape eraser. You can't just record over it. No. Ask Billy. He's got his tape eraser. Don't worry Dude, about it. Billy's badass. He's, He's badass. Cranston Technologies. <laughs> he can't just fucking destroy the tape or something. You no. have to have a tape eraser. Can't just fucking burn it. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so I watched that last night. I enjoyed it very thoroughly. Which, which Power Rangers? Which Power Rangers? Which Power? Are you talking about the series? Like the OG Power it was, Rangers? Yeah, it was the, oh, OG, the OG guys. Yeah, it was the OG David because Yost. there's a lot of Billy. News, like shit yeah. that's out there. All right. Real, I don't give a shit. Wrap it up. We'll, yeah. No, we'll add oh, this to it. Add, I don't care. Add it. I don't care. RMS yeah. Titanic, Power Rangers, they're all it's one the same. the same thing. So Power Science Rangers. Science fiction, right? So yeah, the OG Power Rangers, fucking awesome. Oh yeah. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie with Ivan Ooze. Fucking awesome. Oh yeah. The soundtrack of that was just great. Insane. Yes. Uh after that was Turbo Power Rangers. I still like Turbo. They had the movie. Yeah. It was cheesy as fuck. Cheesy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yes. It was good. Uh after that was the space one, I think. Never saw that. Yes. After that. Uh done. the next good power rangers dino thunder that was a good one I because t- like, jason came back as like their teacher and so he was okay. like the leader of them and it was cool <laughs> fucking loved it true my little brother watched it so i got stuck watching it uh, and then i got stuck watching the magic one they were like wizard power rangers it was kind of stupid but it wasn't bad chick was hot uh yeah like it Abra, Kadabra. I can't remember what the they were called. Pokemon cards. <laughs> you know those are the that was like number four Pokemon God, card of all, in Pokemon. of all time. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm an influencer. Mystic can I take Force. A, can I get a little sip of the dickle? Can I try? You can always have the dickle. Of course. I haven't had dickle in a while and so they had Tara just doesn't let me have the dick. Oh. She just lets me have See? something else. Oh, that one. Yeah. The Mystic Force. Mystic Force. They were okay. Is this a good one? Or is this just like the the regular one that you always get? That's just the regular. Yes, that's basic. I was hoping that you would give me the good stuff coming on here. Sorry. I'm just kidding. That's all all I can afford. (laughs) This is all I can afford. (laughs) This tiny, teeny bottle of whiskey. What? Yeah, we'll wrap it up here. So, uh, yeah. That was the Titanic and a little bit about the Power Rangers. Mm. Quality shit. And insurance companies. And insurance yeah. companies. None of them yeah. got the best. That's it. Insurance, Power Rangers, Titanic. What more can you love in the world? I feel like that's just the ideal podcast right there. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, there's nothing A little bit of whiskey involved? Hell there's yeah. There's no necessarily, like, nefarious, like, murder <laughs> at all. Unless there was murder on the Titanic and then it sank. That would have been great. Dude, that needs to be a movie. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> we'll do it. I told you I told you I would be the director. You could be Rose Do It Decatur. Show not. Anyway, I mean, <sighs> honestly, I think my boobs are bigger than Kate Winslet's boobs. So well, no. I'm not kind of chubby. I'd suck on those. <laughs> on that note. And uh, also Kate Winslet's. Oh. All right. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... 
that's our episode. Uh, make sure you go on to uh, Instagram, follow us, like us, uh, leave comments. Fucking smash that like button, yes. comment, subscribe. Let's get it. God damn it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, interact with us, please. Give us uh, suggestions, anything. Uh, well, We're all open ears. I don't want it. I don't. I don't want the suggestions. I. I mean, you can still send them to Dan. I don't yeah, care. Well, yeah. Are you, you gonna put my like? Why you put your social? There? Uh, no, I don't want to be tagged. Your LinkedIn. You can put my LinkedIn on there. Your OnlyFans. Uh, Grinder. Grinder. I do. You can have them. Yeah, subscribe to my Grinder. Uh, it's a uh, Steve sixty nine at yahoo.com Um, <laughs> underscore. Big titties. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, this is Historical Blunders Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Nate. I'm Dan. All right. Bye.